Yowie wowie! My name's Eric Goldstein. Welcome to Respect to Combat. We got a hell of a show for you today. Stay tuned. Woohoo! And what's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of that Respect the Combat podcast. My name is Eric Goldstein. I am your hostess with the mostest. On today's episode, we got quite a few things to go over. Not as much as usual, but still quite some interesting things, such as WWE having their eyes on a particular Joshi, somebody within WWE making some very bad money decisions, and another thing with WWE moving on over to another network as of October 2024. With all that being said, what's up, Trico? What's going on, y'all? We're officially in the holiday season. Don't even say it. I swear to God, if you mention Christmas. Hey, I warned y'all. They even did that on October 31st, saying that, oh, Mariah Carey, she's defrosty, y'all. Y'all better get ready. So, ain't my fault. That's all y'all. We're not even five minutes into the recording, and you already gave the man a trigger to put the freaking... We're moving into the mainstream now. You ready, buddy? Let's go. All right. Starting off the main streams, we are hopping off with some holiday cheer, I guess you could say, as we are congratulating Carmella and Corey Graves on the birth of their very healthy baby boy. Now, one thing I'll give to Carmella, um, I mean, I'm not a female, so I have no idea what the hell this will ever feel like, but she was in labor for 60 hours. Hey. 60. Six, zero, two and a half days. Hey, sometimes that happens. I know, but it's just... I mean, hell, power to the women that have to deal with that stuff on a daily basis. Like, holy shit. I would not. I, I, I'm starting to understand now why they have those machines for men to hook up to their stomach so that then they can understand what, pre what giving birth feels like. Remind me to never buy one. Yep. Moving on from that, uh, WWE is looking to sign Julia. Now... If you're not familiar with who Julia is, she is the current New Japan Strong Women's Champion. And she's also one third, I believe, of the got of uh, the trios champions in stardom. Now, most of her work that she's done recently has been in stardom. So if you guys are wanting to find out who exactly she is, that would probably be the best place to look. Um, personally, I think this would be a really good idea on a signing for WWE. Um, I definitely think it would help put some depth into their women's division as well as help build their women's roster. I totally agree on that because I would say after WrestleMania 35, so the women's division uh, or the women's revolution, whatever you want to call it, guys, went down the drain. So Triple H is doing his best to try to like give that get that revolution uh, back. And uh, if it goes to like the going new signees and have real like more competition, I'm all for it. So am I. I definitely think, like I said, I definitely think this would be something that would be a good, good move for the company, as well as it would be an amazing move for Julia's career. Just because, I mean, there are so many people that have gone to pro that have gone to major companies from stardom, of, such as you know Tony Storm. We got Io Sky. You got Kyrie. Like. We could we can name off here all day, but moving on from WWE and now moving into the UFC, the main event of UFC 299 has been made official as the bantamweight heavyweight champion Sean O'Malley will be facing off against Marlon Vera. I think this will be a good fight. I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but it's not till March, so we got some time. Yeah, we do. And then on some more on some unfortunate news, Tam Nakano is now out of the gold rush event for stardom 
as she is still suffering from a knee injury that she had a couple of months ago, which means she will no longer be able to defend the goddess of stardom championship uh, against Suzu Suzuki, which is quite unfortunate because we know that was that was something she was looking forward to. But unfortunately, now the title match will have to be delayed. Dang. Yeah, it kind of sucks. But what can you do? And then we do have the first War Games match officially announced as of Monday night, as it will be the Judgment Day, consisting of Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, and J.D. McDonough, facing off against Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, and Jay Uso. Now, I personally feel like this is going to be a fun match. Um, I always love the War Games matches, personally. I always think they're fun to watch. But, I mean, this in particular, like, there's all there's already a lot of storytelling here. There's already been a lot going on for a while between these groups. So, overall, I do definitely think it's going to be a good match. What do you think about this, Trico? I got a whole lot to say 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 about this. Because, like, I know there was some people that got mixed emotions when it comes to, like, to the War Games. Okay, for, first of all, I already knew that it was going to be Judgment Day versus uh, uh, Team Cody. But there are some people out there saying like, oh, the Bloodline should be included because the Judgment Day and Bloodline has made some deals on there, which I, I, I agree that is true. But with Roman not working uh, Survivor Series, even though Survivor Series is part of the Big Five, it's still kind of stupid for the Bloodline to be in there, even though they could add uh, one more person in there. I don't know if it's going to be four and four. I think it could be five on five if they wanted to. Like, if the Judgment Day wanted to add a fifth member, it could be Drew McIntyre, like as I predicted. But I'm hearing another rumor saying, oh, they might get a Bloodline member to be that fifth member. So I don't know what they're going to do there. And then same thing for Team Cody. If this is the best time for Randy Orton to return, then that will be that good time. If it's going to be 505. But currently, right now, it stands as 404, which is the Judgment Days consists of Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, and JD Madonna versus Team Cody, which is Cody Rose, the world champion Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, and Jay Uso. A lot of people had their mixed emotions saying the bloodline should be in there, but now, since it's going to be, since the men's war games match is going to be most likely on. Raw, a lot of people say, oh, what are you going to do with the Bloodline now? What are you going to do with that? Is uh, LNI still going to have a feud with them? Are we going to get like a tag team match or something? And then like AJ Styles to return? So that's up to WWE now to what to see what they have to do. And the same thing goes for the Women's War Games match, if they want to do that. Because for the way I'm looking at it, Rhea Ripley is defending her title against Zoe Stark. So that could mean that the Women's War Games match could be slightly beyond SmackDown. I don't know well, well, what the card is going to be. I'm just is stating my predictions on the, what's going to happen. At least we got the War Games match, so I don't know if this could be the end of the rivalry of the Judgment Day. Could we see the split between the Judgment Day? Like, some kind of story needs to happen here. It got to make people's jaws uh, go wide shut, or like it got to be more memorable if I'm if I'm explaining it correctly. Right. No, I get what you're saying entirely. Like, I mean, it seems to make more sense story-wise to have the Women's War Games match come out of SmackDown instead of Raw just because, I mean, let's be honest, has there really been anything interesting going on with Raw lately in the women's division? Because in my oh. mind, in my personal opinion, it's pretty much just been the mommy show. Yeah, that's all that is. And uh, and I got a whole lot to say about, uh, about that too, but that's for um, another episode down the line. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely another discussion for another day. And then moving over to the other side of the waters over in AEW, Mariah May made her All Elite Wrestling debut and it has been revealed that 
she is also signed with All Elite Wrestling. The debut was uh was weak. What? Wait, it was what? Like the the debut was uh was weak. You didn't give her like a uh like a clip to show who this woman is. Like some people was gonna be like, hey, who this woman is? Like, what does she do? That's that that gets people confused. Like give right. her like, like give us something to see like oh let us show her like. Or pass where they see see what he does. Uh, all they did was be like, yeah. Yeah, from what I'm from what I was watching, it seems that they pretty much are trying to recreate the whole Mickey James Trish Stratus thing between her and Tony Storm. Which I'm just like, wait, what? And I'm like, who's who's Mickey here, and who's gonna be Trish here? Like, Honestly, that, I just, I really don't know. <laughs> man, that scratched my head, like. I mean, I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. Personally, I think it's going to be that I think Mariah is going to take the role of Trish and then Tony's going to take the role of Mickey because Mariah seems like the somewhat sane one, whereas Tony obviously has, is off her knocker. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, though. But also speaking about AEW, Samoa Joe vacates the ROH World Television Championship to pursue the AEW World title. Is Max fucked? <laughs> okay. I know, yeah, I don't know if it was either you or Don that was pissed off, but, like, y'all got to look for perspective. Like, Samoa Joe, to me, he did the right thing here because he's in a, uh, a storyline with MJF for him to, to pursue the AEW World title. So it's no sense for him to, like, be on this, on this great title run that he has with the world television title and um, to have him to lose the title while still be under pursuit of MJF. So I think he made the right decision to rel relinquish the title because I think this could th this could happen. I think he could be that mystery partner for MJF during the pre the, the, the pre-show match against the guns for the RAs tag team titles. That that could happen. So that uh, I think he did uh I think he did a smart move. But it, that would give Joe to be our AEW uh fully and away from RH, uh, because besides, what else for them? For them? For him to do? Like, you're right. I mean, there's really. I mean, it's time. It's honestly time for Samoa Joe to get a world title run. In my personal opinion, he's got the work ethic. He's got the talent. He's got the mic skills. Like, in my opinion, it's overdue a little bit. And then staying on the side of AEW, we unfortunately have some sad news as Jim Ross will be off TV for another few weeks. It was reported. It seems he's still recovering from his leg injury a couple of months ago. And he said that his doctor recommended he take a few weeks off from TV. So that is what he is doing. Hey, um, uh, Bill wishes, best wishes uh, to Jim Ross and hoping we can see him uh, back on the announcer table soon. Yeah, hopefully. Honestly, he's getting up there in age. I think it might be time he retires soon. But moving on forward, moving into the realm of Impact Wrestling, uh, it was revealed last night that uh, at their first pay-per-view back as TNA, Moose will be cashing in his Feaster Fired contract to face off against Alex Shelley for the world title. Now, I specifically only say world title because seeing as that night they're going back to TNA, I'm assuming that the championship is going to be referred to as the TNA World Heavyweight Championship again and not the Impact World Heavyweight Championship, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. I mean, you know how TNA slash Impact slash Global Force slash whatever the hell they would decide to call themselves next, how much sense they make with branding. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Yep. 
And then also next week on Impact Wrestling, we will be seeing the debut of Myron Reed, which if you don't know who Myron Reed is, a.k.a. the Young Goat, um, go watch his work in GCW, Wrestling Revolver, MLW. I mean, MLW is where I learned about him. And Jesus goddamn Christ, that man is insanely good. I think he's a three he's a three time MLW middleweight champion. And like, like I said, if you really want to see someone that can work, go watch his matches back from MLW. He really can do some work. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then NXT will be moving to the CW network as of October 2024. What's your thoughts on this, Trico? Do you think this is a good move? I mean, they're, they'll be going on 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 the basic cable. So instead of like the uh, the, the other premium channel, like the USA Network, so um, this could be a good move for um uh, for NST. But um, to keep you in mind that um that the CW has um well, it used to be owned by Warner Brothers Discovery, but they only got fifteen percent, and then like Paramount has fifteen percent, fifteen percent also on the CW, which is um the other seventy percent is owned by uh, NetStar. So. It's kind of, I think that's like an independent company. So, um, um, I think this is a good move for for NST to see, um, uh, to kind of get their feet wet on a new network for going into next year. Yeah, no, I agree. I definitely think this is something. I definitely think this is a good move on WWE's part as well. Um, and now it's just a matter of seeing where this relationship flourishes to. And um, I want uh, in case y'all didn't, uh, we didn't mention this before. I think we probably did, but just uh, refresh your memory. Uh, SmackDown will be a movie away from Fox, and it will be going to the USA Network next year. And now they're trying to figure out what to do with Monday Night Raw. But the latest rumors saying that the that Monday Night Raw will be moving to FX. With, in case y'all didn't know, FX is a part of Disney. Same thing as uh, as the Fox Channel. But here's the thing, though. The reason why Monday Night World could be moving to the uh, to FS because the NBA is trying to go go back to their old route to where they, they go back to the uh, to NBC. If y'all remember that particular song, yeah, yep, they try to go back to the to the old school. Yeah, so um, I won't be uh, too, too mad at that if they do. But now it's up to WWE to like find a new network. For, for each uh for each show so the way it's sitting right now monday night raw to fx uh nst to the cw and smackdown to the usa network yeah no i mean it's very very intrigued to see what ends up happening here i'm really intrigued to see what ends up happening here with all the network signings because, I mean, they're not the only ones right now that are working out TV deals. Apparently, NWA has two TV deals that they're working out as well. So, I mean, next year it seems like we're going to have a lot of options to watch on TV. But to round out our mainstream highlights today, Vince McMahon is selling a lot of stock shares within TKO. To be a little bit more specific, it's being reported that Vince McMahon is currently selling 8.7 million shares of stock for TKO and that values at around 700 million dollars. So why is he doing this? We have no idea. There's been a lot of speculation that it's because they're kind of trying to force him out of the company, which 
That's all I gotta say to that. You're the one that fucking came back just to do this whole fucking merger deal, and now you're getting forced out of it, dumbass. It's like I'm to the point. I'm done with this bullshit. <laughs> Why? What's wrong? Like, let this old motherfucker go, and it's time for uh, the Triple H to get go go full 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 patrol. Agreed. He needs to have full control, and Vince McMahon just needs to have zero power whatsoever. Yes. Yeah, so let's please move on for Vince McMahon. Yes. Yeah, we're going to move. We'll be moving on now to our next topic. But before we do, if you haven't already, make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram, threads, and TikTok at Respect the Combat. If you're on X at RTC Podcast One, also make sure you're following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts so that then you get notified about new episodes before everyone else. And with that being said, Crown Jewel was actually quite a good show. Not going to lie. Um, I was expecting it to be better in certain aspects, but overall, good show. Very good show. It's currently being reported that Roman might be done until 2024, and now reports are saying that his health might cause WrestleMania 40 to be his final match. Okay, before um, I uh, go off from that, I got a whole lot to say, to say about this shit, about my crowd jewel. So, the oh, first God. half, the first half was great. The crowd was in it, but... After, uh, after that first half, it just went down the hill, okay? So let me let me talk about uh, Roman and the main event. So we all knew, and, uh, and I think it was specifically you that said we was gonna see new, and I'm like, I told you, and I, and I hate that say, I told you so. Like, we all knew that Roman was not losing. It's just a matter of how uh, LA Knight lose gracefully, but at the same time, to keep his momentum. And for me, I was expecting a different outcome. And we did not get that. We got the same old bullshit outcome like we always do with Roman's matches. Whenever Roman gets in trouble, we always see either Sol Sokoa or Jimmy Uso, one of the Usos, or Paul Heyman interfere, and that allows Roman to win the match. The same old bullshit garbage with uh, with Roman. So, it's just a matter of now. What do you do now? What the fuck you do now? Like, how's LNI going to get his momentum now? Like, do you keep him uh, feud with the um with the bloodline now? Like, that's just that's just tied into what I say about Survivor Series. Like, what are they going to do now? Because. Like we said, that Roman's not going to be able to work Survivor Series, and that he probably won't even be able to come back to like to the Royal Rumble. Like, what the fuck do you do? Like, that makes no sense at all. Now, to going back to what you said, um, that WrestleMania 40 could be his last match, and there was a, like a rumor saying that um, when they do Roman versus Cody 2 uh, for the title, saying it could be a I quit match. But now. I'm up for to a stipulation match, which is good. So um, once they do the I Quit match, that not only that will be Roman's um, final match in WWE, but also uh, his final match in general because they're saying his um, his leukemia thing is is kicking up to him. So like, it would be best for him to like uh, to, uh, to, uh, to go away while he have a good good chance. So um, and I agree with that. So um, what is left for for, for Roman to do? So 
and instead with that he could just um retire in, into the sunset while he still can i mean if he wants to come back he could come back a, um like a part-time or like a like a brought schedule he can always do that but i think full-time specifically will be for him to go to go to hollywood with the rock john cena and batista and uh, and everybody else so i, I think that's that's what i think was what's gonna happen with roman uh, as possible but I already said my rant about the uh, about the main event and where does the bloodline and Roman story go forward, but that's that. So, and then going a little bit further down the card, uh, Mommy remains on top as she legitimately took out all four of her competitors in order to retain her women's world title. We saw a new United States champion as Logan Paul defeated. Rey Mysterio with his typical fuckery, aka the brass knuckles, which we, then, uh, which I what, think it was a good, it is a good move for uh, Logan Paul to win the United the United States title. I know some people may not like that, but but hear me out. Like when when Logan Paul w uh, wins the title, he's gonna take that thing everywhere he goes. It's gonna be on his podcast show. It's gonna be around the boxing ring wherever he goes. And then when the time comes, when we get to WrestleMania season, the, the, there's one person that will that will that will take the title of Logan Paul, and that's LA Knight, because they they was originally going to do a um an angle storyline with um with him and um and Logan Paul uh, uh, back then, so they could uh, you have a story there, like uh, they, and they could still do that. So that was right. that was a good WrestleMania matchup uh, between them. So they uh, they can still um uh, the, the, do that, and then um going back to uh yeah we already knew that Rhea Ripley was was gonna retain the title. She even got a special interest uh, besides the other four. So besides that, so the only two people that I see taking the title of Rhea Ripley during WrestleMania season is either Becky Lynch or Liv Morgan. That's the only two people I see. I think it'll end up being Becky Lynch. That's just my personal opinion. And uh, before we go here for her, um, we got one note here saying, what the hell was up with that four count? So in case y'all didn't miss one certain spot, there was a spot showing that LA Knight actually defeated Roman Reigns, but um, they made a mistake error saying that, oh, when the referee counted the three and uh, Jimmy Uso came in late, and tried to put Roman's feet on the rope. Yep, I remember that spot entirely. That, that was actually the one that wrote this in the layout. <laughs> because I mean, what the hell was that? It's like, because I know I saw that. I even rewinded it like a few times and I'm like, I think that was a three count. I'm like, we should be saying and new. Not and still, it should be and new. But hey, they wasn't on cue. You know, uh, that uh, that always happens sometimes when, um, when you re rehearse uh, certain things like, yeah, uh, because uh, yeah, I know I said for all the haters say like wrestling is fake. I'm like, shut up! It's not fake. It's scripted. Sometimes the scripted games don't go as planned. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then moving from WWE to another side of the pond. Okay, hold uh, on. New more. We got one more thing. Uh, we forgot about uh, Kyrie saying returning. Oh, yeah, shoot. And I forgot about Kyrie. And then helping EO Sky uh, retaining the um. The, the the women's title against uh, Bianca Belair and um oh my god 
like what do you expect? Like every time Triple H brings back a um a character like from the dead that Vince McMahon fired, but when they come back, it just come back with silence. They did that with uh with Karrion Cross, bringing Candice Array and all the other people that Vince McMahon fired back in the day. And um besides that, are, are we getting a reunion that we used to get in uh, in Japan with Kyrie Sane, Eos Guy, and possibly Oscar? And besides from that, Michael Cole even mentioned a story that it was Bailey that took out Kyrie Sane. So is um Eos Guy leaving damage control? There's a lot of questions there. I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. I mean, I was happy to see Kyrie Sane back. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was shocked when I saw her pop up. I'm very happy to see her back within the company. I think the Sky Pirates are definitely back. And yeah, I think Damage Control might be dead. That's just my opinion, though. And then moving on to the other side of the pond, uh, we'll now be reviewing Power Struggle, which was a New Japan pay-per-view last weekend. Some of the main highlights just to take off from it. Uh, Catch-22, they ended up uh, winning the Super Junior Tag League this year, which means now they will be going to Wrestle on to Wrestle Kingdom to challenge for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, who currently belong to Bullet Club War Dogs, Drilla Maloney, and Clark Connors. This match will be fun. I mean, honestly, Wrestle Kingdom always has a very fun lineup as is. Speaking of it, speaking of which, uh, does David Finley have a death wish? I mean, seriously, does this man have a fucking death wish? I mean, he came out when John Ma Okay, so here's here's why I'm saying this, just to give people a little bit of context as to what exactly transpired. So, Will Ospreay faced off against John Moxley's little mentee, Shota Umino. He defeated Shota Umino. Then John Moxley comes out and he's like, I'm gonna challenge you for this belt. Then all of a sudden, David Finley comes out and jumps to both of them. Then he takes his shillelagh, he completely destroys not only the IWGP US heavyweight title, but also destroys the IWGP UK title that was specifically made for Will Ospreay. So not only now have you pissed off John Moxley, you have now also pissed off Will Ospreay. Hence where now I say, once again, does this man have a death wish? He clearly does. Like, we all know how psychotic John Moxley is alone, and he just pissed him off. Hey, if you thought that was a good idea, by all means, your funeral, Finley. And then it also seems that we will be getting Danielson versus Okada 2 at Wrestle Kingdom as Danielson challenged Okada to a match at Wrestle Kingdom during the power struggle pay-per-view. And he said this time he is specifically coming for his right arm because he said the last two matches he has had with Okada, he has gotten injured, and this time he is out for revenge. Hey, I'm just happy that we're getting uh, Danielson and Okada too. I'm just happy about that. Are you actually going to watch Wrestle Kingdom? It uh, depends on well, what else they got on the card. Okay. And then keeping up with New Japan um, tonight, and I do say tonight because we do record on Friday, so this will probably get posted after this has already gone down. Sue me! Meh! But tonight, New Japan does have a pay-per-view happening in Garland, Texas, the Lone Star Shootout uh, taking place over at the Curtis Colwell Center. This card is actually pretty stacked. Their, Amer their, Ameri their U.S. cards are starting to get really really good like um their main card right now they have mascara dorada tiger mask and atlantis taking on hechi cerro rocky romero and ultimo guerrero in a six-man tag team match and then in another 16 six six-man tag team match we have kevin knight kushida and tongaloa taking on clark or no eight-man tag team match god damn it i'm fucking up we have kevin knight kushida tongaloa and tamatanga taking on bullet club war dogs clark connors gabriel kidd Al 
Alex Coughlin and Chase Owens. And then in the singles match, we have Joey Janela. Joey Janela's on a New Japan cart? Okay, well, that's surprising. We have Joey Janela facing off against Toriyana. Oh, okay. Well, this, this is just going to be a straight comedy match. I'm just telling y'all now. Then for the strong openweight tag team championships, we have the champions Hikuleo and El Fantasmo taking on Jarrell Nelson and Royce Isaacs. And then in a special singles match, we have Mystico versus TJP. In a strong openweight championship match, we have Eddie Kingston defending his title against Satoshi Kojima. For the NG for the New Japan World Television Championship, we have Zack Sabre Jr. defending against Mike Bailey. In a special tag team match, we have John Moxley and Wheeler Yuta versus David Finley and Kenta. Rip David Finley. For the IWGP Women's Championship, we have Mayu Iwatani defending her championship against Stephanie Vakir. And then to round out the night, we have the Never Openweight Championship between champion Shingo Takagi defending against Trent Beretta. Now, as I said, this should be a very fun pay-per-view as all. It'll probably be, it'll probably happen before this episode gets posted. If you want to complain, uh, David's our complaint partner, so just make sure to message him on Facebook or something. I don't know. But with all that being said, we'll be right back. Light signatures, leaving a lasting impression on your followers. Headlights designed to light up your face. An all-wheel drive that insists on weather instead of resisting it. High speed without moving. And range measured by the freedom it gives you. That's progress you can feel. countries, 16 cities, 48 teams, 104 games, all of us, united as individuals, united as billions. So you and you and all of you, bring your game to the beautiful game. We are FIFA. We are football. New song. Somos. We are 26. And with that, we are back and... Uh, pretty fun episode so far, huh, Trico? Yeah. Well, just out of curiosity, back in the day, did you watch Lucha Underground at all? Yes. Okay, so then you will probably know about the next topic that we are about to speak about. Because for this week's flashback, we're going to talk about that time when Penta Pentagon Dark, better known as Penta El Zero Miedo, got his ass kicked. Hey, listen, 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 listen. Uh, everyone has their one day where they just get, get beat the fuck up or yeah, they get their ass kicked. And Penta had his day. And we won't be seeing more anytime soon. So, uh, well, you never, you never know what actually could happen. And in case you guys are no, don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the November thirteenth, two thousand and sixteen episode of Lucha Underground, of where Pentagon Dark had to face off against the Black Triad, ba uh, taking up of Doku, Yure, and Hitokiri, otherwise known as Bayou Iwatani, Kairi Sane, and Ino Sky. The way these matches went, first match, 
Pentagon won, and he broke Kyrie Sane's arm. Ow. If you don't remember Pentagon Dark from when he was in Lucha Underground, he had this thing where after he defeated his opponents, he broke their arm. And then Pentagon went on to defeat Yure, and then broke her arm. And then he got his ass kicked front wide and center by Hito Kiri, aka Ido, Io Sky. So Io Sky, the current WWE Women's Champion, successfully beat the crap out of Pentagon Dark. Yeah, yeah, everyone has their squash. So, like, that's it. Yeah, no, you're right. Another topic that we have here, are we about to get teacher versus student twice Mania Weekend? A.K.A. being Bailey versus EO, and then in Ring of Honor, Athena versus Billy. I don't know about that, but we'll see um, what the storyline is. If um, if Bailey goes, I don't know who get who gets the babyface role here, either Bay or EO, one of the two. If they go that route uh, for Mania, We'll see how, how that goes. I mean, I could see it happen. I personally could see Bailey versus EO happening just because I personally think they're about to break up. I personally feel like they're about to break them up, in my opinion, just because of Kyrie now coming back and the history that Kyrie has with Bailey. But that's just my personal opinion. We're not going to know until, you know, until it happens. Like, the reason I say if they wanted have to have this match, then Bailey needs to change her character because don't quote me for this. I'm just saying it as a um as a harsh truce. But Bailey hasn't done shit this year. She hasn't won many single matches this year. And right now our hero character is just going down the drain right now. So Triple H I agree. Yeah, 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 I gotta do something. Like uh, bring that even if it means bring that old uh, Bailey back for the NST. I'm not saying you have to bring back the hugger character. That's a that's all no. y'all. That's all y'all. But just bring some of that NST flavor that Bailey used to have, she, which I know she still has. It just buried somewhere, and y'all need to, to, to dig that up. If y'all oh, yeah, no, she definitely reboot. needs. She definitely needs a bit of a a, a bit of a reboot, I guess you can say. Yes, but. And she also definitely needs to get some wins under her belt because, god damn it, like, how long has it been since she's gotten a win? I don't know. Too long. That 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 says right there, just way too long. But hopefully, we could we could see some new development with her character in the next few weeks. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see what ends up happening. But this one, I'm gonna let you take over because I'm not too much of a gamer myself. Have modern are modern games overpricing DLC content? It's just a matter of if that DLC, uh, certain that DLC, certain content is either worth getting. That's the that's the issue here. Like for example, um, when it comes to WWE games, they they come out with uh with new superstars that you want to add to your roster. That's worth uh, worth something getting. And like say like for like the NBA 2K games, most of y'all get like the DLC um the coins uh, to build up your um your my build uh my career character for um in the um in the story mode that they always do that and then saying they go for fighting games like street fighter mortal Kombat, tekken like you get like the skins certain characters and stuff like that like if it if it was me i would rather get the deals the certain dlc content that's worth it i'm not gonna spend my money on stuff that's not worth getting if i if i can explain that uh the uh correctly so but that's it. But that's all, y'all. I'm not telling y'all to what to buy and what and that, that. That's up. That that's y'all decision. But I'm just saying my opinion. Now we're not judging uh, uh, anyone here. So this is an open, free mind. So I just wanted to put that out there. Going straight into the um the gaming news. 
Uh, first off, let's talk uh, EA Sports uh, um, UFC 5. So currently, it is $10 for the Sean O'Malley Legacy uh, DLC pack. So let me know if y'all are getting that DLC pack. So uh, if it's worth getting for y'all. And um, Mortal Kombat 1. So we got our first uh, character release from the Combat Pack 1. If you guys didn't get the uh, the premium edition, yeah. Uh, if you do have the premium edition, you already get the uh, the Combat Pack 1 uh, already. But uh, certain characters won't be released to like certain uh, fall. Like right now, um, oh, Army Man from the uh, Invincible series is now available right now uh, the, the, to, to, to play. And then later on, um, a cameo character, Trent, uh, Trent, if I say the name correctly, sorry if I mispronounce it, but um, his DLC uh, character will be out next week. And then uh, later on, we'll get like certain release dates for um, like for Ermac, uh, Peacemaker, Quan Chi, and like other characters that's part of the combat uh, pack one. And then later on, uh, when they do combat pack pack two, I do believe we are getting like certain horror characters. They did rumor, uh, rumors saying like who's going to be in the game, like who's going to be a base character and who's going to be a, a cameo character. We don't know yet, but we're just waiting to see what the announcement is going to be for comp for the combat pack two. But right now we're just waiting on getting the full uh combat pack one as far as Mortal Kombat one is concerned. So um Nickelodeon All Stars Bra 2 is now available for the price uh between fifty to eighty dollars. So if you're liking the characters that they got right now for All Stars Bra 2, so it is available now. And then um, the PS5, the PS5 Slim is available now. So um, if you are interested in that, uh, it's available now. So you have a choice of getting the Slim version or the regular version. Depends on what, how much gigabytes you need for your PS5. And then lastly, uh, Red Death Auto uh, 6 might finally be announced within the coming days. So, um, in case y'all didn't know, it's rumored that um, that Grand Theft Auto Sits will be uh, will be back in Vice City, which is AKA Miami. So, I am very uh, interested in that. But it's just a matter of what the story is going to be, who are the characters, and all the, and all that other uh, good stuff. But um, and that's all we have as far as the gaming news. And with that being wrapped up and with all that being said, if you haven't already, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms. If you're on Instagram, Threads, or TikTok, at Respect the Combat. If you're on X, at RTC Podcast One. Uh, we thank you all for everything that... We thank you all for always checking us out, taking time out of your day. We got a lot of things coming up next year. Um, obviously with the holiday season coming up, we are going to start winding down probably around mid December, uh, just to get some new things started for the new season. But with all that being said, Trico, do you have anything to say? Not Mariah Carey related. Oh, you already said it. You already God said it. it. Yeah. Your fault. With that. But, uh, I have a good one. I have a good one. All. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, other than that, um, uh, but just keep up with um 
with my other podcast show, uh, the Technology News Talk, as uh, we will be uh, wrapping up uh, uh, close up to the holidays as well. And um, and besides that, um, everything else is good over here. Well, good to hear, man. And with all that being said, my name's Eric. His name's Trico. We are out.